All right. Well, we are live in live at the dinner table. Hi, baby. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to talk a little bit louder. Okay. Just you know, just a little, a bit. little bit. Just a little bit. How was your day today? It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Spent a lot of time with the family. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's fantastic. Did you learn did you learn anything new today? Any new experiences? Anything any new thoughts that have come to mind as of late? That my son is definitely my son. <laughs> and he enjoys to eat very much. Mm. Just I like feel I that. Do. I feel that. Feel it on a spiritual level. He just went in on that new food. Hey Amen. That butternut squash puree hits different. <laughs> he really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, that's great. I'm happy for him. He would him. be distracted, and he'd still open his mouth. Just <laughs> 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 that's awesome. I love how much he loves to eat. Yeah, it's really cool. I hope he maintains that throughout his. Young childhood. Right. But apparently introducing all those foods will help him continue to be that way. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All Where'd those you? foods and flavors. Ooh, that's fun. Where'd you read that or hear that? Somewhere in my nutrition education history. Ah, I'm yes. I'm not sure when. Your extensive nutrition education history. Right. Or... An influencer just said it. So anything that I say could either be <laughs> from my extensive education or somebody who has no education possibly and is just an influencer. That's very possible. Who has a lot of followers. Mm. Damn. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, whatever works, I guess. Whatever works. How was your day? It was good. You know, I was able to get outside, go for for a nice little hike with the family it's always fun and then mow the lawn which is always a workout so yeah had Got a pretty your two good day. 45 minute i sure did workouts in. i sure did sweat my butt off today it was great tell was fantastic tell the group what tell the world what i'm doing so i'm <laughs> i'm doing a um a challenge with my coworker stacy it's called the 75 hard challenge um, there's a fitness influencer. I think his name is Anthony Frizella, Frizelli, Frizella. I don't remember exactly the pronunciation of his last name, but it's his challenge that he's proposed to his listeners. And there's five rules and five rules only apparently in this challenge. And the five rules are that you have to do two 45 minute workouts every day. One of which has to be outside regardless of the weather like it has to be outside we'll see if i stick to that rule or not because if it's raining cats and dogs i'm probably just going to stick to indoors but you know those that's the that's the one of the the first rules um the second rule is no alcohol for 75 days this is all for 75 days so since the, the 75 that hard you did the other day inside technically yes. did not apply to the well challenge. you remember no it did Oh. Because it was my second. Because you remember I took oh, Kaylin for the walk. Oh, one of them has to be outside. Yes. One, only one of the okay. two has to be outside. Okay. Um, 
The second rule is you can't drink any alcohol for, and this is all for 75 days. So no alcohol for 75 days. Uh, the third rule is that you have to drink a gallon of water every day. Uh, the fourth rule is you have to stick to some type of diet. You know, it's whatever you feel works best for you, I guess. Um, so the diet that we kind of chose to stick to is the Mediterranean style or Mediterranean based. Are you following that as well? As best as I can. Yeah. I mean, it's luckily it's the, that's what I was going to say. The Mediterranean diet is pretty loose. So I don't feel like I'm too restricted because it's mainly like whole grains, fruits, veggies, and fish. Right. So that's pretty much what I eat now. Um, and then the fifth rule is you're supposed to read 10 pages of a self-help book every day. I have plenty of those downstairs in the basement. I, I know you do. I need to crack one open. I've been <laughs> slacking hard on that rule, like very hard. Um, Mind you, I said the basement, so those <laughs> things haven't been touched. But, but you've read all of them, here. so yes, that's that's your thing. You'll read them, and then you'll just put them away. So Right, which... Yeah. I um, feel like I could crack those open more, more and get more benefit out of them. How many times do you think you could read a self-help book and have it still be useful? Some of the books that I've bought and read, I feel like I could read numerous times and continue to get new feedback. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to read the one with Rose. Um, I think it's called You're a Badass. I can't remember. You the are author. a badass. <laughs> But yeah, I could probably read that okay. most times. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, books. I gotta read. I gotta read ten pages of a self help book every day. Um, so those are the five rules: two workouts, two forty five minute workouts a day, gallon of water, stick to a diet, um, read ten pages of a self help book. Damn, I already forgot. Hold on, two workouts a day. One has to be outside. Drink a gallon of water. Stick to a diet. 10 pages of a self, self-help self book and no alcohol. That was the fifth one, no alcohol. And then you're supposed to take a picture of yourself every day right. as progress, which isn't like a, one of the five rules, but just kind of a way to watch the progress go mm -hmm. along. Um, so we started this have on... Have you done that? No, I have not done that <laughs> yet. So I'm, I'm not doing very well in this challenge so far. I mean, we started it on Wednesday. Um I'm doing well in the workouts or like the staying active part of it and right. the diet, but Which it's the other. It's a lot of what matters. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't really not taking pictures. Yeah. Probably, you know, we'll be okay. Probably. I don't think I'll fail the, the challenge <laughs> off of not <laughs> taking a picture every once in a while. Um, but yeah, we started this on Wednesday, this past Wednesday. Um, and the 75 days will bring us right before Thanksgiving. So oh. we'll see. Very cool. See how. I so mean, basically in the diet world, what that equates to is it's Thanksgiving and you're going to eat the way you want to eat. And all of our progress is going to go gone. down the toilet because we're going <laughs> to see Thanksgiving in front of us and go ham no, on some that's, turkey. That's not true. Maybe it won't happen. Yeah. Maybe I think the whole point of it is like. 
you do it for 70 75 days so it becomes like your habit and it becomes like your ritual so that makes a lot of sense hopefully after the 75 days it'll just become diet diet culture oh oh yeah for sure i don't think but it's not really a diet it doesn't sound like a diet no it's i mean even though they say to follow some type of diet but it doesn't feel like diet culture to me i think that's based because of the quote-unquote diet that we chose to follow isn't like very restrictive yeah right like i'm sure some people are like i'm gonna be keto or i'm gonna be paleo for these 75 days which sounds miserable to me on thanksgiving those people really would yeah probably not make it (laughs) through thanksgiving well i mean we would end right before thanksgiving so they would be able to have thanksgiving as there the longevity wouldn't oh yeah be there most likely for sure Anyway. My concern is continuing this while we're in North Carolina for that week. Just staying. I mean, I know that we're going to be active and like do things, but doing two. Part. I'm not really worried about the alcohol part because I don't drink alcohol like, like that. that. You're right. Well, yeah. like that, but this is no alcohol. You're yeah, not absolutely a big alcohol drinker, no. but I do you enjoy, enjoy an, occasional, an occasional beer, especially yeah. on vacation. Right. I do enjoy social drinking right. for sure. So. That'll be fun. That'll be very interesting. But yeah, that's what's been going on in my life okay. for the past, what's it been like four days now? Yeah. Give or take. So. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool you have somebody at work who is motivating you and you guys are motivating each other, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is half the battle. Right. It's all about finding that accountability partner, finding someone to hold you to your, your word and what you said you were going right. to do. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, uh, to getting to the 75th day and seeing how we both feel after this experience. She's tried it before, apparently, but she's never made it through the full 75 days. I think she said she's made it to like 20 or 30, something along those lines, which isn't bad. That's like right. a full Usually month. Usually that's how long challenges are. Mm-hmm. They're not typically 75 days long. Right, They're usually right. 21 days, 30 days or yeah. a month long. Yeah, so uh so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I'm interested to hear from your mouth, from your brain, this uh this brand new podcast idea that you have for the two of us and how you envision it going, what you envision it to be about and yeah, break it down for me a little bit. I mean, I know we've talked about it, but let's let's talk about it okay. on on here. Okay. Yeah. So I have been pumping a lot. Let's start Breast there. pumping. Yes, breast pumping. Pumping breast milk. <laughs> yes. Could be pumping a lot of things. This is yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, so I'm exclusively breastfeeding my son. And I've been pumping a lot at work, at home sometimes. And I listen to podcasts, and for a long time I haven't listened to podcasts. I was obsessed with listening to podcasts for a long time, maybe like five years ago or four years ago, something like that, um, in the wellness, health and wellness world. And for some reason I started stumbling upon people who were, I guess, motivational speakers in a way or people who wanted to 
help people get out of their daily grinds, get out of their nine to fives and start making real money and doing the things that they want to do. And what does it mean to have a a job or a purpose that you absolutely love? And uh, I think both of us can probably agree that what we do, we don't necessarily hate by any means. We, mm-hmm. which I guess is the op. Sometimes what people would say is the opposite of love. But uh, you know, we we don't hate our jobs, but it's definitely not something that we love to do. Would you say, for you, I would you say, what you do, I enjoy what I do definitely don't hate my job i enjoy what i do i entered this field for a reason i think that being in the field now for i don't know what's it been eight years or so i've i think i've experienced enough and been through enough universities and positions that i have come to the conclusion that while i enjoy what i do this is not something that i want to retire doing you know what i mean like i don't want to be doing this for 60 50 however many odd years right so i guess we can agree that definitely what we're doing right now is not it's not our passion (laughs) yeah it's not a passion of ours i would say so i was listening to these podcasts and what really hit me was her name's kathy heller she has a podcast called quit your day job and she said what now hopefully i can remember this but um i know okay it's what lights you up but also breaks your heart Mm. and i really and she said that whatever lights you up and also breaks your heart is essentially that sweet spot so to say of what your purpose truly is on this on this planet Mm -hmm. on this in this life in this universe in this life what you're what you're made to do and i really was having a hard time with that of what truly i felt i was destined to be here for and i had always thought you know i was somebody who could potentially quote-unquote change the world and I just have yet to figure out what that means for me. And I listened to another podcast who was talking about plants and wild plants um, and non-wild plants and that the plants who are not living in the wild are quote-unquote cushy. He would say the domesticated it, plants. The domesticated plants yeah. are in cushy soil. He he mm-hmm. said um, this was on Wellness Mama's podcast, and I don't remember what the gentleman's name was that she was interviewing. But this podcast really blew my mind, and I started to think that's what I am. I have created a life, now not all components of my life, I would say, 
are cushy, but a lot of it is a path that has felt safe and comfortable and in a lot of respects in my career, in my personal life. Um, and I started to think I cannot be alone, especially in the millennial population. And I started to think, does this have to do with the fact that the majority of millennials have been um, born from the baby boomer generation? Mm-hmm. Um, and that culture and maybe, you know, that's why we like our safety and our comfort. But I felt like it's all-encompassing of how I want to empower people to live more in their true authentic selves. Selves. I don't think that's a word. It is. Okay. (laughs) Um, So really tap into, quote-unquote, their wild side and being more like a wild blueberry, a wild Mm. Alaskan salmon. Mm. and not necessarily always acing the tests, always getting into the program, getting into the best job for your quote-unquote safe career. But how can we all more so do the scary things? How can we all more so do the uncomfortable, scary, messy fails that can get us to our dreams. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about that, but also talk about how we can return to our environments our immediate environments that is also off the beaten path of what's conventional how how can we get back to actually our true nature our and help the planet at the same time i know there's there's a lot to unpack what i just said but it's essentially talking about how to return back to ourselves and that's kind of where I where I want to go with it what I want to talk about right so the episode in question on the wellness wellness mamas podcast uh, is episode 468 with Daniel Vitalis right and it's talking about human domestication and our diminishing relationship to nature Um, And you had me listen to this episode and he was making some very interesting points as far as, you know, how far away from nature the human species has strayed, essentially, and looking at like the foods that we eat and like how the broccoli that you see in the grocery store is not what wild broccoli actually looked like however many years ago before we started actually changing the genetics of the food to make it more... um, to make it easier for us to reproduce and and produce in mass for the people, essentially, I think, is what he's trying to say. 
Um, so this show or this podcast that you want to start would basically be to look at the different ways that we've made the safe choice or the quote unquote cushy choice, you know, the, the choice that just made sense that had everything provided for us that was there and not necessarily easy for the taking, but was just the logical next step, even though it may not be the passion that we want to pursue or what our true interest or where our true interest really lies. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what types of topics we get into, what type of conversations we have and what boundaries we decide to push and where we can hopefully encourage others to take a critical look at what it is that they're doing, whether or not they're really happy in their career or their relationship or where they live or whatever the case might be, you know, their decision to go to school or what they're studying or whatever, you know, and just, and I think something that I've also grown to have a huge passion for is minimalism. Mm. And I think the premise of minimalism or the crux of it is getting rid of your stuff all all the stuff that we've grown to mm-hmm. kind of feel comfortable with right. same idea once you get rid of that you essentially find your true path and what truly means a lot to you mm-hmm. and i've i've found that to be true for myself but i think I want to also empower people to clear that path so that they can find themselves through maybe also getting rid of a lot of their cushy stuff that makes them feel safe and really finding what truly matters to them and Mm -hmm. And also helping the environment at the same time. Yeah. But like I said, there's a lot that was just talked about <laughs> for sure. <laughs> a lot. But so I think it's just trying to empower our millennial peers to find what truly matters to them and also returning themselves. Yeah. And I don't think it's only millennial peers. I think that's yes. we we don't want to. I think that's the group of people that we are. It's a huge group. It's a very it's, huge group. That's no, like absolutely, an age group that's and it's who we large. are most <laughs> in touch with, in tune with, and yes. have had some of these conversations about people who aren't happy in their careers for plenty of different reasons, or who feel like the what they thought was their passion is no longer their passion, and now they're right. kind of stuck in this place and don't really know how to get out of it so it's not because we are millennials this is why this is the cushy millennials but this is really for anyone who mm-hmm. wants to feel empowered to take that leap and yeah. to try something that scares them and terrifies them that yeah. they're afraid to fail in right and that's that's the key word is is failing and I talk a lot about how in my life I was truly never really taught to fail. Mm. 
I was always taught to have the best resume, the best grades, the best, as best as I could college, the best internship, the best. And it was like, okay, let me tackle each and every one because that was my nature. And, you know, we could tap into how your take on that. and Mm, It's very different. And how different <laughs> it was for you. You, you know, you were someone. You I was say just rebellious. Yes. Because I definitely was. My mom tried to teach me all of those exact same qualities that you got, but my rebellious ass self was. I was just uninterested in it. Right, which I think makes us an interesting pair to talk about this because. For me, it was. I constantly wanted to follow the rules. I felt like I needed to follow the rules. And I'm not sure it got me to a place that, you know, I'm happy with as far as career-wise. And, mm-hmm. you know, so. And then for you, it was. F your rules. F your rules. <laughs> but at the same time, you found yourself in a very similar situation to me. Right. Like with, you know, job security and. Right. Um, you know, master's degree and mm-hmm. so you said F your rules. We can we can curse on this. I already have, so fuck okay. your <laughs> fuck your rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but essentially we came to the same place. Right. So it's interesting. But we also have a commonality that we don't want to be in the same place and mm we want to be somewhere more and we feel like we're meant for more. So here's my quick analysis on why I feel like we've both come to the same conclusion, even though we took different paths because you know, you were taught to do the best and be the best at everything. Ace all the tests, have the best resume, get a job super early, get a great college. And you took all that to heart and you did all of that. And I watched it firsthand when you were starting your, career as a dietitian and you took the path that was logical and you took the path that you thought was the smart move even though it's not what you wanted to do and you always talked about how it wasn't what you wanted to do and where I think my get promoted in right and you kept kept climbing I did not want right and you kept climbing and kept going and now you're at this point where you're like well I'm at this what one would consider a very respectable position in your field Mm -hmm. but you're like but this I don't feel fulfilled in this role right and my path to getting where I am today even though my parents tried to get me to do the exact same thing you did and I rebelled against it but because I rebelled against it I feel like the passions that I had growing up or that I would have pursued growing up I didn't really get that opportunity to pursue because you know I was reprimanded or punished or whatever for not doing the things that I should have done, not getting the grades that I should have done. And therefore I wasn't really able to do any extracurricular things that I would have considered fun at the time that who knows could have turned into a passion or whatever the case might be. Right. So I think a huge part of this is parenting from, and we're not going to bash our, our parents. Because parenting is hard as fuck. It is. It's hard as fuck. Um, I am learning that five months, five, mm-hmm. six months in. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, but we can learn 
because a lot of our demographic is becoming parents Mm -hmm. and we can learn how to empower our children as well um, to find paths that light them up as opposed to make them right down right yeah but yeah so i guess maybe it boils down to once again a little bit of strict parenting that we grew up with a little bit and we're we were taught to in your case kind of do the bare minimum mm-hmm. to get the degree, mm-hmm. which there's a lot to say about that. I mean, a C is a degree is what my cousin used to hey, say. I got it, though. <laughs> so, and a master's. What's up? Holla at me. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's nothing bad to say about just skimping by in that instance. But, um, you know, so I don't know where I was going with that. But That's okay. go somewhere shit I got put on the spot (laughs) god damn but yeah I mean it's it's a difficult it's a difficult topic I guess we can agree that it was somewhat of strict parenting that got us to these places and what the problem is is that no one is ever taught to fail right I mean, think of how much we fail. Like, Kalen fails every day. He fails every single to day. crawl every single day. Every single and day. And he, he will get there. Eventually. I mean, these are things that are naturally yeah. instilled in us as, as, human, as beings. human beings. Mm. Um, but yet we get far and far and farther and farther away from it. So. Yeah. I mean, we're talking... One percent of people are able to master these thoughts and feelings to get to places that they truly want to be. But then also there's the other side that people are in that one percent are miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, from the same person who wrote "You're a Badass," we, we should find the author so we could link to the show notes someday (laughs) (laughs) but um she shoot i must be tired oh my gosh mom brain jen sincero you're a badass yeah we'll have to you are a badass how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life is that the book yes okay jen sincero everybody Right, so she talks a lot about what is your rich, okay? What does rich mean to you? Mm. And we're not talking. Fat okay, we we to have to we have to make millions upon millions mm-hmm. to buy the Ferrari to buy the as much as Jordan. I'm sure you would enjoy a Ferrari. Hey, don't tempt me. That's not kind of our goal here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, maybe no, it is nah, for I'm you. Just I don't being know. facetious. I don't need it. I wouldn't even fit in a Ferrari, so I don't need <laughs> true, a Ferrari. True. But, you know, what does what does rich mean to you? And you can have a very fulfilled job and feel rich in your life that doesn't have to look like multi-billion dollar right. lifestyle. Right. Um, so it's truly finding 
what makes you the most lit up and fulfilled in this world and fulfilled. Yeah. And failing has to be part of that, I think. Um, yeah, I agree. And being more wild needs to mm. be part of it. And that's what we're hoping to talk about is how yeah. can we be more wild? How can we be more undomesticated? How mm. can we get out of kind of the farm-ish world that we find ourselves in? We're kind of living yeah. in a factory farm in a way. If we just... If you really think about it. out there. Yeah. Um, and that's what Daniel Vitalis... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, had said, and it's very a sad reality, but I think more people need to hear it. Mm -hmm. And how can we go from farm to zoo? Zoo, more more like a zoo environment to, you know, be more wild in our life. And yeah. um, I can probably say, and I know there's probably research to back it up, that just by doing that, we would feel less anxious and more fulfilled. Yeah. I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see where this journey takes us and what we learn about each other and ourselves and right. whoever else may or may not yeah. tune in and, and give us their two cents. Fans can also, and hopefully, you know, fans can also resonate with The Rebel Mm. Which, you know, with the Jordans. Rage against the machine, y'all. Or, you know, they can resonate with Hallie-type right. esque world of wanting to be, okay, it's basically perfectionism. Um, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. It all, it all depends on your personality type, but yeah. everybody resonates with the Jordan, everybody resonates with the Hallie. Yeah. Um, but we all can come to a common place of finding fulfillment mm -hmm. and not being so cushy. Yeah. So if you're excited, everyone out there, feel free to follow along and see where this journey takes us. We hope to see you there. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you in the next episode. <laughs>